0: Welcome back, everybody, to the show. As you can tell by the title of this episode, we are talking about a movie that came out in theaters, and yes, we went to a theater, they are back, movies are back, and it's going to be a good one. My name is Casey, and as always, I have with me, Xavier. Xavier, what's going Hi. On? Oh, that's all you got to say?
1: Hi. Yes. Awkwardly.
0: <laughs> and uh, today, we have a special guest to help us... Um, dissect and talk about this movie movie of a movie he is a tennessee native he is uh, a co-owner and producer of his film production 128 and uh we call him daddy in call of duty because he'll carry you to a dub and
2: Warzone. Ah. uh colin Sapp, everybody <laughs> <laughs> what's going on man <laughs> what's up baby well, let's do this let's talk tenants
0: Thanks for being on call. Well, we appreciate it. Of course, it. anytime. All the way up there. Anytime. Up north. That's me. What? <laughs> so, um, uh, before we dive and talk about the movie and just kind of tell me uh, just briefly, because what's the last movie you saw in theaters? Tenet. Now, before that, New Mutants. New Mutants. Okay. Oh, you saw New Mutants too. Yeah, that's right. I did. For me, it was the the call of the wild Ooh. masterpiece. Uh, Xavier, mine mm, was Invisible Man. Oh, that's, that's a, great, a
2: great one.
0: Which uh, fun fact? I walked out on the scene. Spoilers. Um, whenever the dinner scene with her sister, you walked I'll just out. Say that.
2: I went. I went. I went to the bathroom.
0: No. <laughs> I, came, I came back. Vanessa was flipping out. I thought something was wrong. She's like, "You just missed the scene." Oh my god. <laughs> she told me, and I was yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Yeah. Um. And by the way, I go to the bathroom. When I go to the bathroom, which I did during Tenet, oh. I, I have my stopwatch. I time myself. It's less than a minute and a half every time. I
1: sprint. <laughs> Lightning fast. Like
0: when I when I walked down the steps for Tenet and I ran to the you know the hallway of the movie theater. Like you're inside the theater and you're walking through the hallway. Mm-hmm. So you go around the corner to the theater.
2: Right. I sprinted. I sprinted. Like <laughs> John Washington sprints in Tenet, oh man. I was hauling God. ass. Dude, you gotta start going before the movie. Look, listen, it, it, that's I do. It's the secret, I got, I'm turning into an old even man. Even if you don't have to go, I'm telling you, you go to the urinal and you just channel something within yourself. <laughs> you bring it out, Casey. I'm telling you, dude. And guess what? I, nope. I do that. And now every time I go to the movies, I swear to God, I sat through all of Avengers Endgame not having to pee. Wow. Yes. No, I no, I
0: do that. But we get drinks and popcorn and cheese now, and I just I'm a, I suck down everything, oh, dude. God. Hey, no, no, it's a it's, it's hard life, man.
1: Sips water. <laughs> I've never even seen anybody go that fast. To the uh, so but before.
0: what? What was your? Um, just give me. I was like, just brief experience. Like going back to the movies. What was it like? Was it everything you hoped for? Was I mean? <laughs> I mean, besides the movie that you saw the first time. you I was, time, fixin', I was <laughs> fixing to
2: say with New Mutants. I mean, not so much. But I mean, you know, I, I think you really understand why nolan is so persistent about making sure that his movies are in theaters you know what i'm saying yeah. because it's like yeah i'm sitting there watching the movie and i'm like there there's no way it could be the same experience just sitting and watching it on your couch it, the movie is just it's built for the big screen type deal you yeah. know it's kind of it's kind of yeah. a weird thing to even hear myself say but it's true because i mean you know you sit there and i saw we we, we all saw an imax right Mm-hmm. At five o'clock, we both yeah meet you yeah yeah every, same time everything. different different states same time <laughs> yeah dude it's it, the experience in and of itself to be in an IMAX theater and you know we're just gonna say I didn't see New Mutants and to finally you know <laughs> see Tenant it it, it it was really awesome it was it was a yeah. great experience
1: Xavier well you worked at the theaters so well yeah for, for me reason. I was just about to say that for me I mean it felt like home. <laughs> I was like, I haven't worked since February. <laughs> uh, I walked in there and I was like ready to go back to work. Like, wait, you guys need this, you need this? Hey, let me show you to see. Hold on. Wait a minute. But I had to calm myself down and realize that it was just good to see another movie on the big screen. It really was. I mean, I felt comfortable. I was ready. Yeah. Trailers and everything. It was just <laughs> uh, <laughs> it
0: was comment on Dune trailer, Colin? <clears>
3: oh, <throat> <clears throat> <sighs>
0: <laughs> i'll say uh i'll say a little underwhelming really uh just a bunch of just a bunch of face shots man dude, yeah nothing look too, nothing
2: nothing too that trailer give me a w- has the Denis new <laughs> tension bro it it just, does i feel it what's in the box pain you know it's like uh, what it, it, dude I, I loved it I, i'm so ready but i'm deniseville new could make a movie about a guy taking a shit and i'd love it yeah that's true that's true
0: what other trailers were there? I don't remember anything uh, besides that one. Um,
2: I keep seeing the uh, Gerard Butler one about the planet killer asteroids. Did y'all get that one?
1: No. no. I didn't get that one. We had, uh, what did we have? The Kingsman movie. Oh one? yeah, the Kingsman. Oh, the Kingsman, that Which
0: that that commercial actually still said it was coming out next month, even yeah, though it got pushed really. right to 2021 already. So that was an old commercial. We
1: had we had a couple. We had three more actually. I that. don't remember actually. I got I Wonder Woman so 84. I new the movie. one from like DC like, I don't I remember that one. I just remember those two, Dune and yeah. the Kingsman. Yeah. Bam. Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. That's what it was. Mm. Right. That's yes, what yes. it okay. Yeah. That's Wonder Woman. That's true.
0: Okay, Uh <laughs> let's start. Let's just start because this is for those listening. This is going to be spoiler filled. Where do we even start, Obviously. Casey? That's what I'm saying. Do we start from the end? Do we start from the beginning? Or are they well? the same? Or are they the same? <laughs> um, just give me your. Just we'll just start. Just brief overall thoughts. Walking out of the theaters, what'd you think?
2: I mean, I liked it. You know, I I, I yeah. came out and I was. I don't know. I don't think I was as excited as I wanted to be coming out, you know, because I was – I don't know if it was just the anticipation of it all and, like, the excitement, just, like, ready to see it finally. But I don't know. So there, there's something about it, and I'll I'll hold my thoughts until, you know, a little bit later just in case anybody doesn't want to tune out just yet. Um. But, yeah, it's – The story is just, it's a very complex story, you know. Uh, I have seen people say, you know, complaining it's not very easy to follow. I think they did a decent job of it, but that being said, it it is very complex. It's like layers on layers on layers of stuff. But Walking Out, I I liked it, but I was a little underwhelmed by some stuff I'll get more specific with later. Okay.
1: Okay. Xavier? That's weird. I mean... I do. I, I do understand the way he feels about certain parts, but I mean, overall, I, in, I thoroughly walked out, enjoyed it. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because I like movies like that. Something that makes me think, like yeah. I told you. Yeah. I mean, something that makes me think. It's more complex. It's like now I gotta go dig digging. Gotta go watch it again. Yeah. You know, it's just it catches my which, eye.
0: There's always the critic, the criticism of, you shouldn't have to move, watch a movie twice to understand. Yeah. It, which I've heard of that before, but I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. I yeah, actually, I, I don't think so either. Subscribe to that. Um, I, I, I obviously Nolan has a track record of giving us great films, right. things that are original films. And the, du- I mean, the dude, the dude literally goes to studios, pitches them and they give him hundreds of millions of dollars for original ideas. So in the, in our new world of remakes and sequels and reboots all over the place, mm-hmm. I mean, they're already talking about doing a reboot of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's just yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah uh i mean he he is very refreshing and i know a lot of people have him think he's kind of like Deftone tone or something as far as some aspects of his filmmaking go but i mean you got to respect the guy the hell out of him because he he's constantly trying to innovate and change the not even change the game but give he's trying to give us things that is cinema worthy yeah things that are worth seeing on the big screen mm. like you mentioned yeah and I, I walked out really enjoying the film, even though parts of it uh, did, we'll talk about it later, did kind of just uh, confuse me a little bit for different reasons. And uh, not that you can't dislike a film for it being confusing, but, mm. and, well, well, we'll get into it. But uh, <laughs> I, I liked it. I, it was a great return to the theaters. I I loved my experience. And, uh,.
2: uh Yeah, there's. I can't say much besides without getting into because it's. One more quick thing though, before we get too heavy spoilers. If you had to give it a rating from one to ten, what would you give it? Just a quick little rating. As of right now, as of right now, I give it an eight. An eight? Okay, that's a good score. Yeah, and uh, I really, I really want to see it a second
0: time to see how I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, At the moment, yeah, Xavier, you're saying eight as well. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, seven or
0: eight. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, I, I'm glad that he stuck to his gut and was like. I'm not giving in to the VOD, even though it's, you know, this pandemic. And I don't necessarily think it's the hero of the day of saving cinema, so to right. speak. Um, you know, it's definitely not. The thing about Nolan is everyone's going to always look back and go, is it? But is this the Dark night? Mm. You know, we have Inception, Prestige, Insomnia. He, they're all fantastic. I mean, I even I even always am thinking of which one's my favorite. and It's always changing. I feel like. Yeah. But, you know, for him, The Dark Knight just stamped him as no. He's he's going down, and he's gonna become, and he's gonna stand as one of the great filmmakers of this generation. Definitely. Um. Whether he's a you know people. Are, well, is, it, is he a Kubrick or just just he's just he's just Nolan? Yeah, just shut just, up and let him do his thing. Shut up and let him do his thing. Um god okay how, how do we want how do we want to tackle this do you have it um i mean do you want to? let's see because there's so many there's so many ways okay so the protagonist mm. huh. yeah not a fan of the name yeah <laughs> I, co- I think it's a little too on the nose i don't know what exactly he was thinking there um well, uh, let me just let's just read the I'm going to read this the uh this is the official synopsis for Tenet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh armed with only one word, Tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. Interesting synopsis. No. Um sort of like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely Nolan, because Nolan's always talked about how he's a huge fan of James Bond, hmm. and uh, it's definitely a, he's. All, I've heard him call it a spy thriller. Yeah. Um. This is definitely his take on James Bond with some Terminator and <laughs> time travel stuff. <laughs> I, it's so bizarre. Yeah. I and that's I didn't watch the trailer. Um, so that's coming from someone who's walked in blind, but do, so the the concept. How long how long into the film did y'all get jarred or just like did it start clicking that you understood? Because for a while there, I was just a little I was a little irritated, just going I don't, you know. And he's he's kind of notorious for waiting till like the third act till you understand what's actually going right. on. Um, were you flustered like that,
1: or, I mean, I would say, oh no, go ahead, Xavier. I mean, I would say I wasn't really flustered because, like I said, the towards like you know wherever they went going to the the airport, I I thought instantly you know him s- seeing the guy in the armor, I instantly started like you know realizing, what if it's mm. along the lines of himself you don't see him so i immediately think of thinking of it i'm like because i'm the t- i'm tired to think about that i'm like but what if you know we're talking about inversion inversion and time travel basically it's like
0: yeah hmm. so it's okay so the inversion thing pretty interesting concept very yeah. um so and after the movie mean they were talking to the truck on the way back trying to just <laughs> okay okay this is actually the story mm. so Jo- I'm just calling, I'm calling the protagonist John cuz that's his name and <laughs> right. it's so stupid to call him the protagonist John works for who does he originally work for? It's not the CIA. It's a I
1: think it's like they're like uh, they're just attached for yeah. they're not they're not attached to right like really any
0: Right. Branch. So we're going into an opera house mm. to retrieve something and we get this piece of metal and he's like what the hell is this? Yeah. And you look, even you look at it, you're going, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is time travel, metal or something. Like what? Are we, what are we here for? And we get that first peek at something happening where he gets saved by a guy, which is. It was weird seeing that like reverse bullet thing. Mm. Um. Once that happened, I was like, huh? Because it's not like big spectacle time travel. This is not like, especially with the movie, what I thought was going to offer some big spectacle. Mm. This movie is so downplayed and not at all huge yeah. like Inception was at all which is very strange. Mm-hmm. Um so John so John I <laughs> 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 I I'm sorry I'm trying to find try and find a way we can get this ball rolling. John hooks up with the guy. Or no, John does his mission um gets caught takes a suicide pill like he was trained to do, finds out it was all a test, test to see if he'd be willing to actually participate in this actual organization called Tenet. Mm-hmm. And, but he's getting on this boat with this guy, and this guy says, all I have is one word for you, Tenet, and does the little finger overlaps mm-hmm. symbol. He's like, I don't know when you'll need that. It'll open some doors. Sometimes it'll open doors that doesn't need to be open, mm. yada, yada. And then he meets up with N- Neil, or Neil's, Neil is assigned to him so they can go on this mission to obtain plutonium from S- Andre Sator, who is smuggling it illegally. Is that right? It's something like that, yeah. I'm trying to remember the original. The original. Um, but then we, uh, later we find out, obviously, that Sator... Oh, oh God. I'm about to... This is so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre trying to explain this, or even try to figure this out. So, okay. The first thing I didn't really, un- really, I guess all i would say like, was the <laughs> this like attachment to from John to um, Sator's wife, mm. which is named Elizabeth. Cat. The Vicky? Yeah, Catherine. Yeah. Did you? I mean, did. I just wasn't sure what Nolan was trying to do there because not like he was trying to make like sexual tension.
2: Right. Right. But
0: he was, he was clearly trying to establish some kind of relationship.
2: I think. Cause I, I'm kind of, I'm on the same boat as you with this. I, I, the one thing I guess we'll call him Yeah. We're calling him John. So the one thing that bothered me the most about him was that whenever he was put in some circumstances, I didn't necessarily care you know what i'm saying because it's there yeah. there was no connection to make me care about him we kind of we're kind of just thrown into it he's on a mission the entire time he's going after something right. but like you said whenever he starts to care so much and you know whether it just be a regular moral compass of oh this guy's wrong and this girl's in trouble and i need to save her obviously he has right. that as all protagonists normally do uh at least the majority of them uh but it there's never any sign of like who is he you know what i'm saying like who is he as a person it's just constantly him on a mission trying to do something you know and
0: i don't he doesn't really necessarily have a goal like his goal is just to be a part of a force or a task or something yeah yeah.
2: it's for the greater good if you will like whatever the top boss is saying is what he's doing
0: which might even, maybe just more sense just to call him blandly the protagonist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually was joking that, well, okay, uh, I'll save that comment for later, but, um, so, he meets, he, oh, God, dear God. He needs to meet with Sator. And this is, th- okay, this is another thing about the film that really kind of confused, got really confusing pretty fast was the, okay in order to meet this person we need to connect with this person who will then introduce us to this person who knows that person right now it's just like okay because we start talking about names off screen okay you gotta meet with so-and-so and and then so-and-so introduce me yeah introduce me it's just like
2: okay cut to being introduced
0: Uh, (laughs) yeah introduced to sir michael kane yeah which his name is he called him sir michael sir Sir michael um which that was pretty interesting uh Michael Caine can't not be in a
2: Christopher Nolan movie. That's clearly. true. That's a good point.
0: Except he wasn't in Dunkirk.
2: He was a voice, I think. I think. He was like a voice over oh, a radio or something.
0: Oh, that's right. Um. So he introduces the cat to... <laughs> so he knows, he finds out that Cat got Sator to... Buy a false painting of a painter, mm-hmm.
2: and there's a duplicate and he, that he has. And, there's a,
0: and he's so he ba- Sator basically holds that over Kat for never leaving because he made him do that and he'll look like an idiot. He'll, she'll go to prison, and there, if she, she does that, uh, he has to stay with her, or she'll never see her son Max again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and I promise, I like this movie. And then it's just complex. Like I was saying, it's just, it's layers on layers, man. It just, it's kind of, in a way it's almost nonstop. It's constantly going, you know, it's like one thing, it doesn't give you a moment to breathe and process the information, you know, when they really got into, you know, which is about kind of where you're about to be when they really start getting into the inversion of things where he starts trying to understand that that's where I kind of like, you know, the whole movie, I was kind of sitting back like, "Oh, I'm enjoying this, like, this is interesting, like, where, where are we going from here? And then they're like, inversion items coming from the future, and I'm like, okay, you know, like, open my eyes a little bit more, lean forward, kind of focus <laughs> up, it's like, what is he saying? You know, it, it <laughs> to process all the different, I guess, uh, inverted stuff, you know, it, it's...
0: Well, you, yeah, you get into physics and trying to think of how especially the, when they, we'll talk about the inversion machines mm. but that whole concept is what really started you, you got really
1: just think okay pay attention what? pay attention <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that, that's what were say Xavier <laughs> mm. well I'm just thinking about like you know the whole thing cause they only mentioned time like maybe a couple times but the rest of it was more so along the lines of inversion mm-hmm. and paradoxical uh, but I think that's why it was kind of like that because I mean, it's time like involved uh, being at a certain place at a certain time, you know, all that. But I mean, time is unpredictable, just like the movie was just like, you know, kept on stacking and stacking yeah. and stacking. But it's more stuff that's like pushing towards a certain thing that we don't know about, but they do, and they're right. trying to just close it off pretty much.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, all, and so they introduced the grandfather paradox, which is. If you were to go back in time and to kill your grandfather before he had your mom or dad, then there's no way you could be born. Therefore, there's no way you could go back in time to kill your grandfather. Mm. And no one takes this, and pretty much even the characters are like, well, What about the grandfather paradox? How do the people from the future know that sending this stuff back and us using it somehow or Sator using it to destroy the world will end their world in there because the climate in the future is so endangered as is hurting them and killing them and they're basically on the brink of extinction they'd rather have themselves wiped out mm. than exist mm. from the fa- so people from the past the fr- uh, excuse me the people from the past would wipe them out so they are not existing so i think one of the i remember one of the characters were having this conversation and they're like well how do they know it's going to work i think neil was like they don't yeah they they're don't. just hoping it does yeah so, so nolan really doesn't he doesn't hinge too much on the paradoxes and time travel and trying to find his own answer like kind of an interstellar where he did mm. this one he kind of goes we don't know yeah He never really d- he kind of just steps away from it which is probably helps him in the long run because once you start trying to bring in time travel which is this is sort of a time travel mm. um, and explain it in your own kind of like endgame did people want to nitpick and right. people want to have their own people have to have their own it's kind of like I always think of when I was writing I'm writing this little short film Um mm. If if you were to go, me and you talked about it. If uh, mm-hmm. so, you go back in time, and you come back. Would there be one of you or two of you? Mm-hmm. You know, or if you go back uh, again, you know, can the same? There's there's a lot of different ways of doing time travel. I can't. That was a horrible way of explaining it. Uh, back to the movie, because <laughs> that was boring. Um. So people from the future. Uh, the climate is changing. The water is rising. They're on the brink. They're they're suffering pretty much. And a um, atomic bomb of sorts was created by a scientist, and she realized it was bad, and she sent it back to the past in different times, in different places, so it could never be reassembled. Mm-hmm. Well, there's other people of the future that want to have it reassembled and put together to destroy them by destroying the past.
2: Mm-hmm. That's where Sator comes so th-
0: in. That's where Sator... So say, that's when Sator talks about and you see that little montage of him as a young w- a young kid or young man um, finding this gold blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, literally letters addressing him, mm-hmm. giving him instructions. So he is pretty much the key player of this whole thing because if Sator doesn't work out, people of the future are screwed. Yeah. So they're like, we're giving you a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're giving you the power of manipulating time, aka inversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... His life is miserable anyway and so he's like i'm gonna end all this and everybody's coming with me yeah do you kind of buy his motive though that's the only one of the issues i have i feel like he's like if i'm going down the whole world
2: it's like right uh, just like yeah i don't know it it i i agree with you his motive was a little kind of uh, i don't know a little lackluster because that it Really, like, that that's it. You hear He literally says it in the movie. It's more directed towards his wife being like, if I can't have you, no right. one can. Yeah. But then she comes to the realization of, like, well, why would he just end the world? Because he's dying of pancreatic cancer. And if he can't live in yeah. this world, then no one else can. It's like, oh, okay. But I had a lot of problems. I, I think I came to a realization in this movie that I just don't think I like Kenneth Branagh very much. Really? Yeah, because, you know, whether it be, you know, this movie or like, uh, what was the more recent one he did? He has a new one coming out. Murder on the Orient Express. Dude, he, Mm. I just, everything he does is talking like this. And every (laughs) single line he says
3: is like this.
2: It's like, okay, I get it. You're serious, dude. It's, yep.
3: mm -hmm. You're serious.
2: Yeah, you're really, you're really serious about all this. But (laughs) it's, I don't know. Uh but yeah it's it his character I I wasn't too big a fan of and I think if it wasn't for the complexity of the story and the awesome spectacle that yeah. it was on the IMAX screen I think I probably would have been a little bit more disappointed but I am a little more forgiving I think because of how great everything else was. We're being very yeah. negative, so I want to point out, because I think we're all on the <laughs> yeah. same page. We all gave it an eight, you know? It's like, yeah. we like this movie a lot. It's really good, but... And the big the big thing that
0: I had issues with, we had my wife, hmm. uh, I'm seeing a lot of people I have issues with, and it's, it's highlighting to me now that it's, I think, no one's weakness, or I don't even know if it's like an artistic choice, but he really... His sound mixing with yes, dialogue,
2: dude. It's yeah.
0: That's an issue, man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he would just fix that, mm. and I wouldn't have to try to figure out what the hell the character said, yeah, multiple times through a movie, I might like his movies a little more. Right. And that goes a long way, you know, because he's already a great filmmaker. Like mm. it's just just, like I said, I don't know what that is. And is he trying to make it more realistic? Like, I didn't hear what you said over the explosion,
2: <laughs> <Yeah. Like, laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's I. I don't know either because I, I was actually thinking about that as well as far as uh, you know because I, I did miss a few lines of dialogue and part of me was like is this movie just really loud and like the sound mixing isn't you know that great <laughs> or am I just so used to having the assistance of subtitles on the screen that I'm just not listening as much you know because no. I, I watch I don't know I don't know about you guys but I watch subtitles on everything at home like on Netflix I, movies I can
0: and I do yeah. sometimes yeah So
2: like it I was like maybe it's not and then whenever I got out of the theater and you know talked to Casey a little bit uh talked to Chris a little bit talked to Nate a little bit it's <laughs> everybody's like yeah sound it, it's that that was the biggest thing it seems I don't know Yeah I don't I don't understand that because it's. I like this movie. We like this movie. Yeah, yeah, we like it a lot. <laughs> uh,
0: but I, but that's literally I've seen like a, that's all over Twitter. Mm. If it's in my feet is going, like the movie. What the hell are they saying? Yeah right. <laughs> I think I think the big thing, the big positive for this movie for me is I like the I like the the plot and mm. I like, the use of the inversion where. Yeah. We're using the same. We're actually not even going back in time. We're reversing time mm. and not even reversing it. You can be in reverse of time while someone is still going forward in time. Yeah. And you can both experience it at different levels. And you can go reverse in time, having the knowledge of already lived that timeline and manipulate it, which is kind of the big third act, which is what that was. Mm. Um. Did, y- did y'all, I mean, did you enjoy? Was that like. That was one of my favorite parts of because mm-hmm. the the characters. I mean John John and John David Washington is a good actor and I'll, I'll be, you know the big the big positive for me of this movie. I'm sorry I just keep I can't have a thought without <laughs> Robert Pattinson steals the show. Yeah he does hands yes he does down yeah like he is really good very charming
3: very yeah
2: and. We're gonna get into. Have you seen the fan theory yet that he's Bruce Wayne and that he's Batman no. and he's solving a murder <laughs> <laughs> at the same time this movie's taking
0: uh, No, we'll talk about the theory in a little <laughs> bit because it might, it might, it actually is pretty cool. So okay, but but Robert Pattinson really uh, him and even they they have really good chemistry. Him and uh, John David. Yeah,
2: I'd love to see another movie with him. Honestly.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, even technically, there's a, another half of this movie with missions and things that Robert, that Neil and John do mm-hmm. because maybe, maybe we start at the end so I can
2: just, just no, just, no yeah, one likes to throw, yeah, don't hold back.
0: No one likes to, no one likes to throw puzzle pieces at you mm-hmm. and gives you different ones at different times. You're going,
2: how is this going to connect yeah. over here? Oh,
0: at the very end. Cause
2: yeah, this, I I don't know if you guys have seen the video. There's like a video of him in a classroom explaining the outline of uh memento and i've, yeah, I've noticed that. that this movie is almost exactly the same and i think dunkirk is almost exactly the same in that format i think it's mm. just kind of like i know when i'm writing my stories there's kind of like a default setting where everything when it starts out falls into that and it's like then it starts to kind of go in yeah. different ways
0: i've seen i'm going to link that video below cuz that is a really good video yeah cuz it's
2: like the you know, the <laughs> little line
0: i've always seen memento I've only seen Memento once. Really? And I was just like, what the f? Yeah, fuck? right, right, right. I, need to, I actually need to watch again. There's actually somebody who cut it in order. That oh, wow. Yeah, that'd actually be interesting. Um, Okay, so uh, let's just write at the end because this will help maybe me just learn how to talk Get about into it. Talking waters. about this movie is so much harder than staying inside for months of a pandemic <laughs> and not doing going to the movie theater. It's like, it's so hard. <laughs> like I thought, understanding it and talk like and listening, to someone explain it to me was hard. Once someone explained it to me, and I read, I was like, "Oh, I just missed that part." Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to talk about it, and like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking uh, about. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> so at, at the uh, spoilers, obviously, at the, at the very end of this movie, the third act, the Neil reveals to John that after they they got all the pieces of the algorithm, which is this this combination of all the pieces that that activate this quote-unquote nuclear bomb that's mm. what we'll call it he says jo- neil reveals that uh john is actually the one that recruited him john from the future is the one that found tenant so he's technically recruiting himself and neil has been working in inversion this whole time neil has gone back in inversion to work with John to help this whole process take place in in capturing and getting the algorithm away from Sator. Mm -hmm. And they've known each other for years. And the reason John is crying at the end, which I was a little confused for a second, is because Neil talks about sticking around the area for a while and he's going to invert a little longer. Because then this Neil that's going inside the plane with Ives, Aaron Taylor Johnson, is hanging around the area to go back down into the... Locked door with the Russian guy who's holding the algorithm to block the bullet yeah. that Russian is going to shoot John in. Which I love that yeah, part. Yeah, that fam- part yeah. when you're going there's a guy down there with the bullet, but the bullet the Russian guy and then the whole reveal of the the character standing up and then taking the bullet mm. and then opening the door and then inverting backwards mm. behind, like that was so dope. Yeah. Like probably like I was like. Oh, he, Nolan thought about this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, And then, so Neil, is, so John is tearing up because he knows this guy he just met, this great friend who helped just help him save the world,
3: mm-hmm.
0: is about to die. Yeah, but that's because it's it's the end of his mission on the second half of Tenet. I'll call it the second half of the all the Tenet missions is what I'm referring to for Neil's sake. Mm-hmm. But because this because this movie follows John, this is the first half of all the Tenet missions for John's perspective. And John is about to go on this journey into the future and meeting Neil actually for the f- first time again, but embarking on his first set of missions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I even yeah. saying, dude? <laughs> yeah, does, does that make sense? I'll am I saying you. that correctly? No, no,
2: I, yeah, I think you're saying it right. I'll Please comment or something. I don't
1: yes. <laughs> no, I'm following you just fine, man. You're good.
2: Yeah, no, it, I, yeah it, it's definitely hard to uh i guess understand and that that is one thing i, I did have like some questions about so for neil to be because we we don't know how how far in the future right like it might be right. years ahead of time no, right, how long right. did he have to invert you know what i'm saying okay okay, okay i'm about to blow your mind well i'm not gonna blow and, your mind and one more question before you go though okay no please isn't neil at the beginning of the movie at the opera house isn't he the one who saves him like yes, he shoots yes, yes, yeah, yes. He cuz
0: shoot- he's cuz remember he sees the guy running up mm-hmm. and he has the red sorry there's a police car Hold on wait sirens are on our <laughs> end god go save somebody do your job <laughs> um cuz remember that that character that saves him in the opera house is running away and he sees the little key with the red yes. string on the yes. backpack so that is neil mm-hmm. yes so neil neil even went back to save john from getting shot mm-hmm. like that was a part of so John from the future recruited Neil to work with him to go back in time to save him
2: self. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: essentially. Okay, okay. What was your, so? What was your first
2: question again? That I don't
0: know why I don't know why I'm so angry and or passionate right now. <laughs> I understand the movie. I'm just trying to explain it to myself.
2: So Neil, he I, he. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. <Zack> Snyder, Justice <laughs> L- I hope my
0: kids never ask me about this movie. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, so like. What was, what was your question? So my, my question was, was Neil at the beginning of the movie? And also, oh, the first question, yeah invert. how long okay. was he inverting then? It, I guess it's so, the, or the so, theory. So the, the, the thing with
0: this time travel or this inversion is there is no, you step into a pod and you went back 10 years. There is, you invert back the t- amount of time that you want to go back in mm-hmm. order to... In a moment, if you want to invert back 10 years, you have to literally sit in a cube in a trailer for 10 years. Sorry, that's just how it works. Or, you could live one year, invert a year, live one year, invert a year, live one year, invert a year, until the events take place. Is that is that how that could work?
1: And that's probably one possibility. Like they eventually they'll intertwine.
0: I think. Okay, so l- let me just break down the fan theory because the fan theory is super dope, and it actually. So Christopher Nolan said, and I'll link this below. Christopher Nolan said that some characters in the movie. My wife just dropped my Xbox controller. <gasps> How dare you! Wow. Well, but what about God? if I can't play Warzone? <laughs> yeah. If I can't play Warzone to 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 help me with my anxiety right now from this movie, <laughs> I'm gonna have a meltdown. I'm gonna break my.
2: They're going to add an inversion oh. machine at the bottom of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <coughs> sorry. So,
0: uh, Nolan said that not different characters in this movie might have different identities. That's what he said. Hmm. I'll link it below. Okay. So, the theory is that Max, the daughter, uh, the, I'm sorry, the son of Caton Sato, could be the son, a.k.a. Neil, from the future. What? <laughs> so and okay, so Neil knows a lot about John and the missions, right? Mm-hmm. Neil Neil even knows John's preferred drink and that he doesn't drink on the job. You like diet coke. You like soda water. How do you know this? How do you know? How do you know? Remember, he even pinned him up against the wall. How do you know so much information that you haven't told me? Why are you t- not telling me that you know all this stuff? Yeah. And because there's a pause, and the theory is that Neil. <laughs> because because john and neil have such good chemistry mm-hmm. it could be because at the end of this movie when cat picks up max from school john joins them because they already have this relationship him and cat he takes on the new father figure role grows up with max recruits him in the tenant they have such good chemistry and they've been together for so many years because remember i've known you for so many years we've been on a lot of missions together mm what Neil says to John at the end that it could be Max you know y- you can go about he's white the hair color the hairstyle blah 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 get this this is kind of what I was like okay mm-hmm. what is Max short for Maxwell Max Maximilian
2: Maximilian <laughs> what
0: okay uh, what's what's a name backward from Maximilian the first four letters N E I L okay I don't know. this movie's all of this this movie's all
2: about backwards
0: and forwards I don't know, baby man.
2: <laughs> see well, my only question to that then is why wasn't why wouldn't there been more of a reaction with neil and cat you know what I'm saying whenever she's got the inverted shot in her and he's having to heal her wouldn't there be more of a mommy kind of reaction you know <laughs> but his mom he,
0: he might because he's already from the future he knows how the outcome comes he knows that they already save his mom mm-hmm. so he knows this is the steps. Because remember, Neil's always what happens, happens, and it's supposed to happen. Right. So Neil already knows. that t- If this, was this theory was true, he, Neil could already know that his mom gets saved. Right. And this is just what needs to happen. That's just
2: the theory. Maybe. maybe. I think it's pretty dope. Listen, listen. I'm not going to say you're wrong until Nolan says it, but. <laughs> Which Nolan's not going to yeah, say Yeah, Nolan ain't going to say not, anything. Was
0: it a dream or was it reality, Mr. Nolan? We need to know the inception. I'm not telling you.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah. But I uh, – to go back a little bit further to what we were talking about, I totally agree about Robert Pattinson completely stealing yes. the show in this entire th- – I, I think – and that that's not to, like, slight John David Washington because I no. actually – like I said, I, I love him in Black Klansman. I love him in that movie. Yeah. And he's it, great in this one. It's not, I don't think it's his fault. The fact that I'm not that big on the character. Yeah. And granted, I don't know if it's because there's so much history with the character of James Bond and all those movies that people care about him now. Because I, I, I'll be honest with you, I I haven't seen any of the James Bond movies before Daniel Craig, so I can't really speak to that history. <laughs> but
0: I have. I can't. I haven't either.
2: So. I don't, oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, but. I, I don't know I I feel like maybe there might have been more to that character whenever you know he, he's on the screen uh more things to I guess relate to him with whereas well, I was
0: I was thinking that would the the second would the would the missions in the John that becomes after this movie because you know he has a second you know, second half of tenant missions with the new Neil, I mm-hmm. guess, or the Neil he eventually recruits and meets. Right?
2: Would that John be more interesting now? Maybe. And and like I said, dude, I would love a sequel to this movie with more John oh, yeah. and Neil stuff because they're like you said, their chemistry is awesome. They're great together. I'd love to see more stuff with them, like doing God knows what.
1: Well, I think he will be more interesting, John. Ooh. I mean, you saw as he went back. You know, whenever she called him, a cat calls for him, basically. Is, like you said, call for your location, time, yeah. place, mm. you know. But I'm sitting there thinking, of course, he's going to be more – probably a better man of himself. So I'm thinking, like, a, a, a next movie for it would be good. A good, pretty good idea, actually. Yeah. Because he's sitting there, he comes in. You know, you don't know he's coming. Next thing you know, he's in the car. Yeah. Yeah. You thought, you, you thought mm. I forgot about you loose ends. And then it's when
0: he realizes – you and I, you and me actually work for me. Yeah. yeah. And just when you find out, he's, he's he understands that he's the one that found Tenet. I think, I, I don't know what it is because in Inception, this movie really, even though, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: you got this, you got this, you got this.
0: <laughs> so, the whole people from the future, because remember in, in Interstellar, spoilers, the people from the future created this three-dimensional space. Remember when he gets he gets put down into this three-dimensional space, Cooper, of all these books, and he sees the past of him leaving his daughter, mm. and he's, he's sending the Morse code. It's really beautiful, and it's it's, yeah. it's supposed to be a five-dimensional in a three-dimensional space or something like that. Mm-hmm. So people from the future created this, and it's, it's kind of the same concept. People from the future are interacting with people from the past. <sighs> so I'm trying to think of how to... Once the people see this movie, they'll understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, with Inception, Leonardo DiCaprio's character—you really were like drawn into him and his oh, story. Yeah. And even even the, the really the thing with his wife, like losing her mind and not knowing if she and staying in limbo and not wanting to come out and dying in the natural world—it was actually terrifying. Mm-hmm. Where this one is. Interstellar, I love Interstellar and Cooper, and it's super emotional thinking about your children aging beyond the years of you and you missing their entire life and who you want to be and leave your legacy. And I, I don't know what it is with this film. It's just, he, and Nolan always wants, I told Xavier this last night Nolan, with her inception, Interstellar, not so much the prestige, it's always this relationship between. A parent or two parents and a kid or two. kids. It's always a relationship between a parent and a child. Like no one's like that's kind of like his signature thing, and I think it's always like a love letter to his children or his family or something.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this one, I feel, just feel like John is trying to interject himself into an abusive relationship, and because uh, he likes this girl, he wants to stop
2: it. Like, yeah, maybe just kind of. I hero don't. It compliment. just.
0: It's you. You don't buy it as much as if you bought Inception's how that played out with the character wanting to save his wife from limbo and right and wanting to see him wanting to see and be with her but yeah. she's lost her mind and she tries to kill him in limbo when he comes because she won't he won't stay with her that's mm-hmm. terrifying right right and you buy that so much more i it's just jo- and i don't know if it's i don't think it's john uh the actor's fault it's just uh, maybe there's a commentary with nolan we'll talk about this more break it down or Say something because I'm sure I'm sure the information we're missing or something is not on the editing floor. Yeah, I just I don't I don't I don't know what that is. That that's one probably the one of the big things I dislike about the film. Yeah, aside from like the sound stuff, it's just the characters you're just not attached. You don't. Mm. I'm there for Neil. I'm there for Neil all day. But John, like you're cool and I love your fight scenes, bro. But. mm. You're just trying to be cool, I feel like. and yet, know. Even even
2: then, with, like, Neil, it's just the – I guess it's because we don't really know as much – we don't know as much about Neil as we do about uh, true, John you know? either. So I I couldn't tell you exactly what it is for Robert Pattinson or for Neil that makes him more interesting, whether it be the charisma or maybe just the mystery of that character. But like you were saying with – I think that that's, that's the thing that John's missing is just – like a true relatable motive aside from just wanting to do the right thing. Because obviously any person would want to get the woman out of the abusive relationship. But And save the world. Yeah, yeah. But like with Inception, like you were saying, to the question of wanting to be with his wife, even though she's gone and he knows he can't and he wants to see his children. In Interstellar, it's doing whatever he can to save his kids, you know, to save his daughter, to make sure she can live a full life. That he once did, you know, and I think Dunkirk and this movie both kind of lack that sort of character depth. You know what I'm saying? Dunkirk bounced around a lot, and with this one, it's just kind of a man on a mission the entire time. And that—that's yeah. And I don't have an answer, dude. I when I, I I don't even know what the answer would be.
0: It's not like okay, so does John need kids and needs to save them from Sator? No, but. I didn't write the movie. I didn't tell you, you know, Mm. I I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how I would even approach fixing like, yeah, I got an issue with the film, but I don't know what the solution. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't even like think about fixing it either. It's just, you know, I I don't know. It's, Could things have been done differently? Sure, but I mean, they weren't. So, I mean, what and what we got isn't bad by any means. It it almost the critiques of this entire film is just almost nitpicky, really, you know, because it's kind of just it seems like very big things, and the sound definitely is. It definitely takes away from some of the scenes, but yeah, John's character. Is such a subtle thing almost, you know, because he, he's constantly moving and doing something. You don't really have time to think about like, hey, why do I care about this guy? Because he's constantly like going, there's an inverted person here. Oh, now he's doing something. He's fighting this guy. It's like it's boom, 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 one thing after the other. So, but yeah, that, that's that, the Kenneth Bronick character and the sound. Those are just, honestly, I think those are the two or three worst things in the movie and even then the movie's still an eight guys we said it's an yeah eight. i mean yeah, <laughs> just, so okay let's talk about, okay so now
0: we got got that off my chest yeah there it is what, what, are, what are some of the things that you really liked about this film because i i think about i think my i'm trying to think of my favorite scene one of the big scenes that I, that started getting me going going okay here we go like ball started rolling was the uh where they tried to break into the art galleries uh, the vault art vault yeah and get that that real piece and they had to hold their breath practicing holding their breath that was stuff. cool that was really cool cuz him you know once trying to get the door propped once trying to pick it got it and then when the key thing breaks and they got to hold their breath and then that was like and oh, that shit. that the the score yes. oh we got to talk the yeah, score
2: yeah dude that that's what i was going to say you were like what are some of your favorite things the score bro, bro. i listen i can't say his last name i'm too worried i'll mess uh, it up But it's it's Ludwig Gron something, but did the Creed score? Did the Black Panther? Gronson, I guess. Yeah, Gronson. Yes. Did the Mandalorian? It's the man is building quite the resume, and like it. On one hand, he's only what? He's He's young.
0: He's he's thirty six. Exactly. He's
2: working. Yes. The man is working. Yes. It's it is insane, dude. It it. I, I was sitting there like feeling the music. Sometimes we were just listening to the Dude. bum 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 bum. I'm like, oh, get it, get that Plutonium, son. Oh. You know? <laughs> but like, other than that, it's it. That 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 score really it it kills it, man.
0: It almost it reminds me a little bit of like synth. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has some synth vibes, but because Hans Zimmer was too busy doing Dune, mm. which. God bless him I cannot right. wait to see that movie and hear that mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear that movie yes <laughs> um but this dude I mean the uh, there's even parts of the film where it'll drastically change a sound like a total different like different beat and everything yeah because you're watching one person do i guess you call it normal time and one person doing inverted mission mm-hmm even the inverted, the inverted noises, the inverted. There's a specific noise. I can't even think of what it sounds like anymore. But uh, no, I can hear it in my head now. During the third act, where they're storming the royal, the abandoned Russian city to get the algorithm, the the inversion, the inverted soldiers have a theme. It's something mm-hmm. I can have it. Is it really on Apple Music? Because it's not on Spotify. Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, it is. I looked at it earlier. What? The, what the hell? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh god, now I want to listen to it. <laughs> um. But it, it, really, it really does, and I, I, I can't imagine what Hans Zimmer would have done. You know, he's so – Hans Zimmer's so good at what he does, but this dude had just brought it. Uh, yeah. Do you have any? Nah. I, I, mean, I mean, I was digging it, man. I was just like
1: – Nah, I mean, yeah. just me b- being able to play instruments and stuff, just what I heard. I mean, that whole mixture of what they brought into it between the inversion and the regular time, I mean, that beat, that offbeat – they were off beat a few times, but it was on purpose. Yeah. It's yeah. like that that bass and then the treble and then the next thing you know it just trickles down.
0: And personally I like my movies loud.
1: Oh um, yeah, dude, loud, go maybe.
2: go because yes, I going into that uh the, like the opening. You saw scene I, You saw IMAX? Yeah. Okay, we saw IMAX too. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. go ahead. The, the opening scene where he's sitting there and it's like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like I'm like, oh yeah, let's go, man. And it, <laughs> shows, and it shows John David and they're like, wake the Americans. And you see him and he like pops the bullet out of the. I'm like, yeah. Oh. And then I put the patches on and they go running in. I'm like, D-
0: oh yeah, which patch do we need this time? Yes. Oh, here's a bunch of p- Dude. Girl Scout patch, throw them on.
2: And them going boom, into boom, that boom, building. Boom, boom. Dude, it, uh, and they, like, stick the tube in there, and you just see all of the guys inside. They're like, gas yes, masks, and they all start tossing them, and the people are falling asleep. It, it's, Dude, and they all fall asleep, yes, they're like, whoa.
0: Yes, they're, they're trying they're,
2: – they're getting – they're looking for someone or something that's important. I don't know why, but, like, I guess I, I do know why. It's just the momentum of the scene. It really builds very well. Yes. But whenever they, like – I. I, I It's it's cool because it's like it's an emergency obviously. So you see all these guys going in to take care of it. And then when you have John David Washington and his little group that you know are up to something else as they're going inside, and he they all go running up and he he puts the arm on the shoulder, I'm like what are they? You know, like what are they doing? They they're just gonna play a part in this or what? And then everybody starts to move in, and they split off, and the music starts picking yeah. up again. It's like boom, 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 And boom, he's boom, sprinting. Yes, and he's go, and They go the, up the stage. I didn't know. I didn't
0: know he's an ex NFL player. What? Yeah. So yeah, John David Washington was it is is an NFL right? Yeah, I believe true. it was. No way. Um, he was a football dude. He started acting in 2015. I looked this up last night because somebody mentioned. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the dude started acting in 2015 what with like real credits and he's just like hey five years down the road my acting career i'm gonna just work
2: with chris for nolan yeah uh, my daddy's denzel uh can i have a <laughs> job
0: <laughs> no actually it's very opposite he, he actually told people he didn't tell people yeah. who his dad was yeah that's I, so
2: I remember hearing that whenever he uh, uh uh got like he did an interview or something for black klansman he was talking about that which i mean i really respect you know somebody who's yeah. willing to kind of set that stuff aside and be like hey like let me let me prove myself real quick and he definitely does
0: and then you got white kids getting like paid to go into college by mm-hmm. the admission scandals uh, looking <laughs> at you uh laurie from fuller house yes know? i
2: was gonna say uh-huh. <laughs> my mom was on full house
0: <laughs> um but no, no one's really good at it, and he's known for working closely with obviously hansen but he's known for working hands-on with the composer He's involved heavily in the editing process. He's yeah. involved heavily on set every day. Like he's involved in the entire process because he wants this film to, one, a be good, but, two, he wants it to be good on all levels. Yeah. And there's be no – because, literally, the, the job of the director is to make him, get a team to work with him to make a good film. And if something goes wrong, guess whose shoulders it fall on? The director, yep. and he takes that job so seriously, and I cannot respect and love him enough. For it. <laughs>
2: yeah, dude. He uh, because,
0: no, please go ahead.
2: Oh no, no. I, I was just gonna say he. His passion for like all his movies really shines. You know, it's it's really. I don't know. It's I, I would love to see how he does on set. Just because I you you can always I I would be willing to bet he's. One of the directors that's like, yeah, you know, we don't do improv. Like, you got to, like, stick to this. Because apparently he's a very, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Efficient, I guess, uh, director in mm-hmm. the sense of, like, he doesn't turn in a film late. I remember seeing something about that. Like, he always has his edit done on time most of the times, like, weeks early. You know, where he's like, here you go, like, film's done. You know, it, it, I think. And he
0: doesn't do a lot of takes.
2: Exactly. It, which, I, which is He's cool. known for that. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. Who was I listening to? That was ta- I think it might have been. Was it Michael Jai White? I was watching an interview. He's talking about the Dark Knight.
1: Hmm. Yeah, actually, he probably was. I don't know who
0: it was. Listen to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean, we did like three takes." And Chris was like, "All right, all right we're good." Mm-hmm. He was like, "What? Mm-hmm. Are you sure?" He was like, "Yeah, I think we got it." <laughs> <laughs> You're Christopher Nolan. You're the man. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I guess yeah. so.
1: <laughs> oh, Michael.
2: But yeah. So. So okay. Go back to the other question, though, because I'm curious. So, what, what is favorite scenes of the movie?
1: Yes. Definitely the dinner scene. The dinner that scene. That dinner. Until oh, okay, into yeah, the Okay, yeah. So, kitchen. when
0: he meets with Kat, mm-hmm. and he's like, set me up with your husband. I need to talk to him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, his guys come and get her. And this guy's sitting around. He stands up, walks in the kitchen. And just the kitchen. I call it the We'll call it the kitchen scene. We'll call it, yeah, we'll call it the kitchen scene. The kitchen scene of him murking dudes. Yeah. Like, I'm just... <laughs> The way he's throwing punches, he got
1: bah, bah, uh, some plates. It just—he wait—he he, he, it is
0: Xavier. I don't know. He just—it was nah. badass. Yeah. See, I
1: love I love action choreography and, and fight scenes so much. But like, I mean, the way he got that first guy on the wall. I mean, he like threw like three punches at his chest. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, yeah. he's, gonna, he's gonna crack his ribs. Stop it! But I mean, that whole thing. I mean, using his environment more importantly i mean yes. i saw i saw more importantly, i saw jackie chan style i saw mm. jackie chan style yeah. using his environment using all his stuff off the shelves everything the guy actually was more clever like was funny to me the big guy grabbing the meat uh mallet thing <laughs> yeah i was like what's he gonna do with that <laughs> but i mean just going out you know you see that he's going through there and he's just taking out each guy comes to him Taking them out, taking them out, and then cats in the car are like, I don't wanna see what is what's gonna happen next. And <laughs> next thing you know, you see a guy roll out on the floor, like, Oh, you see that? Now you gotta see what's gonna happen. He comes out, buttons his shirt up, like huh. Take care of it. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but that was cool. He he knew what he was about. He knew that he needed to defend himself and I love that about that part so much. Uh, um
0: the behind the scenes of watching him practice inverted fighting. Mm. That's crazy. He's like, he's like, you got to learn. He's like, I had to learn not how to throw a punch, but how to reverse throw a punch. Mm-hmm. And you see him, and then the, I mean, the, the uh, uh, might be a little negative, but no one is not very good with filming action per se. Yeah. As far as fighting goes, um, from what I understand, he likes to do it himself, and not really like hire. Some, uh, no, and that's not true. From what I understand, he just he's it's just not really like it's not really his strong suit, in my opinion, like no. as far as like filming it wise. because when I think of good filmed action scenes, I just think of like, like the raid comes to mind. So yeah. martial arts movies come to mind. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. But
2: I, I think he knows that, too, because, I mean, it, it's. I, and I think he really embraced it, especially with, like, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, he kind of – he took the way out of, you know, we don't get to see Batman fights. He wants us to see it from the villain's perspective, you know, like the bad guys. What are they seeing when the Batman shows up, you know? The only okay. time we really get to see Batman fight is in the Dark Knight Rises whenever he fights Bane. And even then, those fights aren't really
3: yeah that
2: great, no. you know? But but the but the, the cool – the cool
0: one of the big cool set pieces was – one of the things I liked um, – which is the very beginning of the film? They're going to the art vault, and these two army dudes come out because they're him and Neil are separated between this glass wall. Yeah, and start fighting. But one is fighting invertedly against um, John. John, who's fighting normal. I think he was fighting normally, and that was just wild to see, yeah. like the the gun sliding across the floor to him, the all the reversal overkicked over the head flips all that stuff was super cool too.
2: yeah whenever he did like the throw over the shoulder you know and then like you see it, you don't see it as a throw over the shoulder because dude's on the ground and then he yeah. comes up and over him and it's like i, I saw that and I, I audibly went whoa like what just happened you know because it's so yeah. weird to see that stuff be reversed the, the
0: the creepy one was when that dude's crawling on the ground because yeah stumbling backwards trying to get the gun but mm. it looks looks like demonic is like a mm-hmm. horror movie I, w- I really want to see how that was filmed. That is as interesting as like the plot, and I love the inverted concept. Mm-hmm. I really want to see how this movie was like filmed.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's because it is. I think was a it complicated little, as I think it could be, or was it simple? I think there was probably certain takes that had to be filmed in like had to be filmed normally, and then they were just reversed later. Like the scene where you see the military guy which we don't know yet is future john takes mm-hmm. like he, he brings him and he brings john up he like flips him over you know what i'm saying and yeah. he like goes onto the wall i think something like that they had to film a take of the dude just taking him and pulling him back you know that that's something i don't unless they were using a wire i guess you know to pull yeah. him up but yeah I, I think a lot of that and i think that's where the Practicing the reverse fight choreography because obviously dude in the black suit was probably a stunt double and the other guy had to be John David Washington fighting in reverse and yeah. that final scene and then fighting forward <laughs> in the first so, one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Remind me again because I'm actually forgetting. Mm-hmm. So they're going to save Cat. When they're saving Cat, they go into the gallery or art vault because that's the closest – that's the closest um, other
2: machine, the invert machine, machine to
0: them. But they have to wait till the past them get out of the way. Right. But they mess okay. So so yeah, because John
2: John's kind of like inversion. a distraction. Uh while yeah. he, he clears out the way, and of course, you know it which I mean I did you guys call it like right I actually I heard Xavier so, say it earlier whenever he like looked over and tossed the dude. It's like I, I immediately Robert, thought, meal? yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, did he just see himself? You know, it, that's what I thought. He saw himself. Yeah. <laughs> but whenever he saw John, because like, he clearly saw something. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, something. I knew it was someone we already knew. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I was like, he, he, yeah. he had to have seen somebody. But then, you know, after that, he gets them out of the way, and then he gets, you know, he. Neil, like go now, go now, and then finally, and those were some of my favorite scenes. Whenever they're like going into the machine, I loved it. Like with him pushing Cat in on the stretcher, and like he looks over and like him and his future or past self lock eyes for a second as they're both going in reverse and in the opposite way. It's cool to see.
0: Because what what was the rule? I don't know who who said it was the or like somebody said it in the movie where if you see yourself
2: in reflection Mm -hmm.
0: doing the movement. Of what you're about to do you know they're they're finishing the movement of what you're about to do like mm-hmm. like you said he is rolling cat out where you were rolling cat in then that means
2: it's supposed to happen right i think i think i feel like that was established somewhere but i could be forgetting it, like, and l- let me ask you guys a question about this because that that reminds me of something else they bring up the point of don't come in contact with yourself or else you could like it like exploded, like something bad would happen to you. Yeah, and I, yes. I was talking to my girlfriend about this.
0: Annihilation, annihilation is what that girl scientist said. She said yeah.
2: So, do you have to? I, I guess it wouldn't have to be something of like consciously aware, because if it was consciously aware, then the future John would know and he know he's fighting his past self. You know what I'm saying? Because he's right there next yeah. to himself. So and the same it,
0: thing happened in the car scene on the highway because they made yeah. eye contact as well.
2: Yeah, he, like, tosses the case to him. So it's so when did that rule I, – I feel like, you know, there's a thing – there's a saying whenever you're making a movie of don't put a loaded – don't put a gun on the screen unless you're going to use it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a loaded gun ready to shoot. It's like I'm sitting here expecting we're going to see somebody – I thought it was gonna be Elizabeth the Bickey's character. Whenever she saw her son coming back from the boat, I was like, "Oh my God, is she gonna like go to her son or something and like ki- accidentally kill herself?" But no, nah, she's the woman who dives off the boat. And I was like, "Oh, okay." She, she's sense. the mistress that yeah.
1: her husband was cheating on. So I think there might be a, an underlying rule that we're missing with that. I maybe. think but so too. There has to be.
0: Am I? Am I it, may, it may be something with like exchanging of information, mm. probably, because which, which comes down to the theory of Neil again being the son Max, where he knows all these things about John but he can't tell John all this wh- you know when John's like why don't you tell me all this information you know about all his missions yeah and it's because if Neil tells him all this information it'll compromise the actions that John must actually take but he might divert from them and take different steps mm-hmm. which he doesn't need to because what what needs to happen
1: needs to happen or uh, it may or it could be like so here my theory out you know you, you saw did you guys you saw got Hancock right yeah, yeah. okay so you know how his so-called you know ex, they get close to each other, mm-hmm. they end up being weaker, you know. Yeah. But I think that's like over a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. you know, staying together. So I'm thinking, you know, being inverted and your person, you're part of yourself that is inverted. You guys meet, but you can't be around them for too long. Then it's like a time, like a time bomb. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll eventually it'll go off. Like you said, she said annihilation. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of, you know. I could be being over time, being together, but he he's barely around him for maybe 50 seconds a minute, maybe or so, probably somewhere in there like that. Okay, yeah, that
2: that yeah. that that yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure. Huh?
1: I did, I actually forgot about that because
0: definitely, de- he's definitely conscious of coming because like maybe. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that's to work Uh Mister Nolan, I'm gonna write you an email. <laughs> Have a like show write up
3: <laughs>
0: would you might like me to write it backwards or <laughs> halfway through um I, I really liked what else what else that was really dope so okay let's talk about the third act because going to the third act I was hella confused if I'm honest really I was like what what are we doing why are we why are we storming this I think I don't like how it was shot exactly hmm. it was a little confusing to me like, I really enjoyed this movie, it this movie is really close up. This movie is not very wide. Yeah, yeah. So that was very different from Nolan. Um, I guess I was just confused that okay, where are we going again? What are we? I t- mean, honestly, it, came, it might have come down to me just missing a dialogue piece. I don't remember exactly. They
2: they have the briefing, you know, before the uh, right. before they go in, but that like is one of the many scenes we see of the music being maybe a little bit too loud, the dialogue being a little bit too quiet, because Aaron Taylor John I, I caught a couple of the things he was saying. Uh which I kept forgetting he was in this movie, man. And whenever he yeah, showed no. up, I was like, Yo, it's Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> but uh he, he's really good. Oh dude, he's great. If you haven't seen it people, watch him in Nocturnal Animals. The man should have won all oh, the yeah. awards. But uh In Age of Age of Ultron R I P. Let's not talk about it. Um, uh, but he... <laughs> uh, I think he says something along the lines of the red team, which is the team operating with time, not inverted.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is being... They've been given information by the blue team, which is the inverted, the team that Neil is on, that they are aware of what is going to happen. They're, this is going to happen here. So... The red team is supposed to fail, almost as a distraction, so the blue team can slip under, invertedly causing the explosion and getting rid of the bomb. So, I think that's what was happening at the end. I could be wrong.
0: No, 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 you're right. I mean, it was just during the movie I was confused. During no, some okay. reason. Yeah.
3: Because
0: yeah. I, I guess I'd missed the piece where Sator has gotten the algorithm. He's got all the mm. pieces. Yeah. From people of the
2: future, uh, telling him where they were. Yeah, because the, la- the last one was the one in the car. Because because he he yeah. goes back and he talks to uh, I I'm forgetting the woman's name, but he goes back and talks with her and he's like, well, how many more? Pe-? He, it's like nine nine pieces, right? Is what she says.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and
2: so, yeah. He, he's like, well, how many does he have? Well, he had eight. Now he has nine. She's like, what? And he, for whatever reason, it was all his and the mindset of tenant is that things, you know, things are going to happen and what happens happens. Like Neil says, numerous times, which also leaves me for questions for the future of the protagonist, John's character, because he's so seemingly uh, like, why don't we just change things? We we have the ability to change things for the better. Why don't we do it? But he's yeah. the one who's the head of it all. So all of them had to learn from him Necessarily yeah. that you let things happen the way they're supposed to happen. So where does his character change? That could be something interesting to explore in a sequel. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, the, the, but the 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 mission of getting the bomb, mm. getting them, stopping them from triggering it, and also Kate's mission of being inverted on a different day when her and her husband—the last time she remembers her husband being happy—so mm. she can kill him. Therefore mm-hmm. never triggering the bomb. Um her slipping into the place of the old K that was on a boat with Max. That would mean it was super thrilling and super fun in the score just Oh did it everything just elevated it and yes. elevated it. Yeah and the watching the real time team
2: work versus the inverted team, mm-hmm. it was just you I've never never seen anything like that. Dude, when they shot the RPG at the same time, like they were they were like timed it, they're like three Two, one, and one of them shoots it, and then the and you see the bottom like comes together for the real time yes. It come together, and then they blow up the top. I was like, "Whoa! Like, that, is, <laughs> that is so cool." <laughs> that
3: was wild.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I loved that. It's it's a very it's a great climax. Whether you under and, and I think that's where the movie. Is gonna get some forgiveness from people like yeah, maybe ourselves absolutely. and like general audiences of being like, I don't understand what's happening, but you're gonna forget that because you're gonna be like, this is so fucking awesome, you know? You're gonna well, be the, like, this is so cool. And it and it, it, it he turned
0: up the dial yeah, even man. more when Neil when Neil was panicking because he knows that he sees the tripwire. He sees the tripwire, so he goes back reinverts to real time yeah. to drive the so he's the one driving the truck in the very beginning of all of the battlefield stuff. Mm-hmm. That's
1: some good shit right <laughs>
0: there. Dude, That's some so good, good. That's, hey so La good. cinema. Yeah. La cinema baby. Because I, I
2: was wondering that I whenever they uh Aaron Taylor Johnson and John David Washington's characters are are running and you hear the din, 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 I was like Yeah the is honky this, is, what are is you this, doing? I was like if I'm trying to run a guy over I'm not going to be like, here I come, you know? So I'm like, (laughs) what is this guy? Here you go. Yeah. yeah. And to see that it was Neil, I'm like, man, it, it, you know, as confusing as some things were, it's just, it's like, dude, Nolan just sits down and goes, yeah, this happens here because it happens here. And it's, it's like what we were talking about earlier with that video of the timeline. It's like a, it's like a really wide sea. You know, it's like this event yeah. happens here, and this one happens here, and this is how they're connected, and then eventually we're gonna meet in the middle. You know, it's it's like,
0: yeah. Boom. He really he really thinks it all through. But yeah, that was, man. And then even the, him him, the whole collapsing, him throwing down the rope and timing it. Yes. And just hoping they get on. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is it's so good, and there's the, the timing of, well, cat. Can't wait, and she kills her husband ten seconds before the bomb is supposed to go off. Mm-hmm. So the people of the future might—I don't remember how that works exactly. <laughs> how does that work exactly? <sighs> because he's the—they're the, the, so tracking him through his Fitbit tracker thing. Mm-hmm. And if his heart—if his—if he dies, they'll know that somebody killed him, and they'll destruct it themselves.
2: Yeah, Was but it? I think regardless of like, she kills him early. But regardless of if the people of the future were able to react, they had already – like it, it, like right around the same exact time, she – like they got the bomb under control anyway, right?
3: Yeah. Like they, they yeah. had
2: just – it had just been that really cool scene where you see the body come up and it starts to go backwards and you're like – Oh my gosh. That, that was such a cool scene, dude. And as soon as I saw the body on the ground, I saw the blue tag on the arm. I was like – it's Neil. it's Neil. man. And I was like, he's going to die. And then that's whenever you see the scene of him going back to invert himself. And I'm like, wait, so is he just creating a duplicate of himself to send one literally to die and the other one's yeah. going to be okay? And I'm like, this is so crazy. Then at the very end, he's like, I got to go back in. And I'm like, no! No! You know? How does he think? He
0: sips his spot of tea in the morning.
2: <laughs> he just thinks of these things. Yeah.
0: It's... Uh... So, the, but the movie definitely takes a huge turn whenever we're following Sator and meeting people and trying to get this thing, versus when John does the first inversion. Right. Like it's in that it's it's in like the, it's like the shot in the trailer where the 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 gate lifts up and he's wearing the gas he's wearing the little oxygen 2 mm. mask and he's wearing that green shirt and he's looking up. That was just I was like this movie is got some balls and it's mm. going. It'll take me for a ride and yeah. did you, we even talk about the uh the highest on the highway. Yeah. The highway heist. Yeah. Ooh,
2: that was super dope. That was yeah. Whenever you see the car flip and everything and then it goes backwards and the uh it, it's when he steps out of that airlock, it, it's it's crazy. Like, dude, the scene of him just walking over and putting his foot over the puddle and the water coming up to him and he's in and the audio in that scene, you know, the sound we've we've already critiqued, but the sound in that scene there's no dialogue is awesome because it's all just you know you hear the bird like crowing I oh, guess, in ow, reverse ow, yeah ow. yeah it's like Whoa, whatever that is what? and like the way they describe it and being like your body is inverted but the rest of the world isn't per se you know what I'm saying so it's like you're you're moving against the grain almost it's like you're swimming against the current so it, he's it,
0: breathing if he breathes in this inverted he was breathing in carbon dioxide not oxygen mm-hmm. which is what the Whole O two mass thing. Yeah. Even thought about like the they go into the particles and all the different stuff. and I'm just like, cool. Yeah, dude.
2: It's it's <laughs> so cool. It's yeah. It's wild to. I mean, Nolan. I Nolan
0: definitely imagine. does a good job at. Nolan definitely does a great job at, taking this high, very heavy concept and. Finding ways to explain it. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. Definitely. Because I was saying to Xavier when we saw Inception, because Inception came out ten years ago. That's a mind blow. Wow. Point. Um, I mean, what was it, ninth, tenth grade? Mm-hmm. Watching that was frustrating because I don't know if it's just because I'm older or I just understand how Nolan works or I've seen more movies and I'm just not as stupid, which is probably hopefully a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I un- I understood this movie way, and I was able to follow it easier. It just wasn't as complicated. Whereas people still crap on Deception. I have friends that I know like, dude, it's just so confusing. I don't get it. I'm like, you need a, I'll give you a diagram, bro. I can. You can rewatch. It. I'm telling you, it's it's fantastic. And yeah, t- people might have problems with Tenet,
2: but I f- did. You follow it for the most part? Did you have any issues? I did. I followed it pretty well, actually. Like I, I, regardless of missing some of the lines of dialogue, I don't think there was ever a time in the movie where I was like, "What are they doing?" You know, like it, it's yeah. It, I, I was able to keep up with it all pretty well. I've seen a lot of comp- comments of people saying. Like I didn't understand what was happening here. I missed something here. And it's I don't know. I don't maybe it was just the fact that I went into the movie, like, knowing that I'm having to you know, like I really need to pay attention. And like I said yeah. earlier, with with the sense of when we start getting into the topic of sending back inverted items, da, 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 and I'm sitting here like Let's saddle up, then. You know, and I'm like leaning <laughs> forward, and I'm like watching. I'm like, let's, let's like focus up, bro, that you're about to miss something. So it's from that point do the, on. Do
0: yeah. the clock records. <laughs> have your eyes yeah. wide open. Don't miss a thing.
2: Don't miss any detail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, that's a uh, – yeah, so I, I followed it really uh, – I, I guess I won't say easily. Definitely not easily by any means. Like I said from the get-go, it's a very complex story, but – I was able to follow it. How about you, Xavier? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. I'm, I mean, I didn't have trouble really. I was just really just wanted to make sure. I wanted to understand more about the the whole inversion thing. That's mm. what I really just wanted to learn. I just wanted to be more have a more scientific appro- approach to it. I wanted to understand it more. But besides that, I mean, I followed it pretty good. You said, "I went to college." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, so what else? Uh, I mean, what's her name? That plays oh, name. The place
2: cat Elizabeth Debicki. She's six three. She, she did a great job. She was.
0: I mean, tall. <laughs> she did. Gra- There's not really anybody that felt wasn't. I mean, just besides John's character, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever get over that. <laughs> um. I mean, there was even the guy from was it yesterday?
1: He was in there. Oh, yeah, he was the...
0: Yeah, he was the... The uh, guy with the beard. The guy with the beard doing the boat, helping her and with the, the airplane her and, stuff. and the airplane.
2: Dude, the airplane. scene, dude. So what? that that guy was in yesterday? The uh, Beatles Yeah, he movie? was... He was mm-hmm. I thought it was the guy from Inception. Is he in Inception, too? The one that, like, makes uh, the dream stuff? No, it's a different one. Is that a different guy? Okay. For some reason, I thought that was the same guy. That
0: dude... I think that dude is from Heroes, if I remember correctly. Oh, really? Um... What about the airplane scene, dude? J- yeah. J- so, th- I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of how Christopher Nolan went to these suits and Warner Brothers and was like, "Hey, here's my new idea. Give me two hundred million dollars." And they're like, "Okay." The fact they
2: trust hey, uh, him so much to give him a plane to just crash—that's insane. And that, like, that—that's probably like it, it, one of, if not my favorite scenes in the movie. Like that—that that is such it's a super I'll, dope. I love that. Whenever John walks away and he's sitting, he's going and the dude's looking at him kind of like, what? Yeah. And then, uh, you see like the smoke start happening and, uh, Neil looks at the guy and he goes,
1: you said 10 seconds,
2: you know, just kind of like holding his breath. (laughs) I'm like, I love,
0: I love that scene. It's such a good
2: one. It's it's a great one. I I can't wait to watch this again, honestly. Dude. Yeah. And like, this it's not a slight either at the movie but like this is definitely a movie that i feel you have to see multiple times you know like to fully just absorb everything that's going on it's definitely one that i i like i was just talking to my girlfriend lexi earlier i i'm probably gonna go see it again on friday i don't know about you guys like you guys go to amc Uh right uh yeah Okay. As much as we can, so, do, do you guys have like a list at all? Because I, I I go to Regal. I have Regal Unlimited, so I get like the free ticket thing. Uh, so
0: there's the, free. there's a local chain here called Showbiz. It's not they're not opening up for a while. They're mm. remodeling, and then there's a Cinemark uh, about 20 miles away. The closest AMC is about 40 minutes away. So we got gotcha. 40 okay. minutes,
2: 45. Yeah. Hey, I like that But it,
0: I, it, I was I was saying to my wife, I was like, it's tenant day. Nothing's gonna make me mad. But of course, things went wrong during that day, and I was like, oh yeah. I feel that. I was like, I was getting dressed. I was sh- she was like, "What are you gonna wear?" I'm like, "I'm wearing this. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna wear this while watching Tenant. What are you gonna wear?" She's like, hmm. "What?" I'm like, "No. What are you gonna wear? This is, babe. It's Tenant Day. You don't understand. It's Tenet Day." <laughs> and of course, she just looked at me like I was completed. Um, this movie is super complex, but it's so fun to watch and it is. enjoyable. Um, is there anything else you want you want to talk about are you any? I mean, there's. Uh. There's a thousand things you could talk about the movie itself, but I was say this endless. movie.
2: I think this could be an endless conversation. Really, I mean, they, there's so much to just kind of discuss because it's like I said, it, it, there, there's just so much happening throughout the entire yeah. movie that it's 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 cool to kind of go back and get to talk about it, talk about all the things that connect and be like, oh, this happens yeah. here. Well, you're going to see that again later because you know it's it inverted you know they're going back it's 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 cool to watch it all i don't know it's yeah i think i think
0: aside from some of the cool sequences and action scenes and uh parts uh i really actually really enjoy a lot of the conversations that neil and john have like i enjoy just some mm. of those little conversations they are really interesting and like i said robert Pattinson just steals it i mean his, i like some of his some of his yeah. like just wit and charm mm-hmm I don't know if it's because the Batman trailer's got me going, <laughs> right. but the, uh, I'm even, this makes me even more excited for the Batman, mm-hmm. and I don't even know how it's possible, because it's uh, this is only, actually, full disclosure, this is my second Robert Pattinson movie I've ever seen in my life. What? What's the first? I've only seen The Rover, the Rover. and that was not very good. Watch and Good Time, dude. I know, I know, I've already believed that. That's on Netflix. About, but if this is what Robert Pattinson's bringing to
2: the Batman, baby, dude, woo! <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, yeah man, that's he, Robert Pattinson's a very underrated actor, man. Like that's he. he I think the moment where I was like, yeah, because I, I tried to. I, I knew I was gonna have a bias towards that character probably going into it, because you know, mm-hmm. and, it. We talked about the Batman trailer, Casey. That, yeah, that shit goes hard, you know. So well, I'm, I'm pretty, it. I'm pretty excited for that. But to see like they're having the scenes, you're talking about the conversations they had after the airplane heist, uh, which I mean, they're not stealing an airplane, but regardless, that's what we'll call it. The airplane heist. They're having a little conversation. The next thing you see is him and John sitting in a little hotel together. His line is, well, I've seen too much. You know, it's like, that's just kind of like a cool kind of charming line. It's like, it's, it's a a likable kind of guy. So even when
0: they were in the, in the crate traveling backwards overseas, Mm. And John just like freaking out. Okay, like, how are we gonna do this? And he's like, he's like, you just need to sleep. Yeah, you're yeah, right, right. He's all he's all sitting funny on the bed. He's like, sleep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it that reminds me because I I, I kind of drop or said a little something about it earlier. But the way this movie goes from scene to scene, did you guys feel a sense of like just kind of nonstop? You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, like it was kind of like I. Whenever I was, I, I made a joke earlier of, you know, whenever we're talking about introducing people to introduce me to them, because it would very yeah. much be the sense of I need you to introduce me to so and so, and then cut. Your he's being introduced to him. You know, like there, there's no oh, yeah. in between for any scene. No, in, there's no. I in, I noticed that immediately in as well. the scene with him saying you need to get some sleep. Robert Pattinson literally puts his head down to go to sleep, and then like, bam, cut. Robert Pattinson's waking They're up. They're walking. It, it's, somewhere, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like, it, back to back to back, like nonstop, no dead time, almost no at traveling. All. Yeah,
0: no traveling. I mean,
2: I, I I noticed that. It
0: reminds me a little bit of Inception, where mm-hmm. um, remember I, just, I think there's a sequence where he's training Ellen Page's character, to, like architect, and build dreams. And yeah, there's a lot of cutting. There's not a lot of like, not a lot of like like you said, not a dead space, not a lot of traveling here and there so we can talk about this on the way there, none of that stuff. and mm-hmm. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I like it too. I mean, because he's got a lot, to, Nolan's got a lot to unfold and story to, to tell and he got a lot of time. So Yeah,
2: you're right, you're right.
1: But yeah,
0: I, I particularly, I, I admire,
1: I like that a lot. Yeah. But you yeah. know, one thing about uh, this movie that is still, I still have dreams, I, I like, literally, like, was thinking about it. I told Casey that it, it stood out to me, but it's a very simple, small thing. Whenever uh, they were, he was riding back from the boat. His first visit to the boat. Oh. And he just like looks at the the, like, the, John. the top henchman. Mm-hmm. And he just like pointed at him. He's like,
3: yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. Jo- he dropped off.
1: He dropped off Cat. Yeah. yeah, he dropped off Cat, and he was <laughs> like. Up, man? So yeah. I mean, I, lo- I don't know why that got me. But I was <laughs> dying when I saw that. I was, Ron Stallworth here. Yeah, yeah. Ron
2: <laughs> Remember Point. when I beat your boy's ass earlier? <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I like that. Yeah, that was, yeah, so funny. That, that was, that was a so good silly. little scene. Or a good little moment.
0: What? Uh, yeah. Oh, what, 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 do you want to? Let's just comment real quick on the uh, cinematography.
2: I I I don't think it was what? any a. I don't think the cinematography was anything like Whoa, you know, like I I don't think I was blown away. And I think the thing with Nolan movies is they are very beautiful movies. And granted, a cinematographer's job is a lot more than just hey, I'm gonna frame this. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll be in post production, be like, you know, going through color correcting and visual effects and framing and all that stuff. So I guess you could say the cinematography is pretty great. You know, it's, yeah. but I don't think it's the thought of just like the frame of the shot. I think it's the spectacle of everything that's happening. You know, you'll, yeah. it's, it's not one of those movies that's like, uh, Save the Master, you know, where, where it's like, it could just, it's just sitting there looking at Philip Seymour Hoffman. And it's just like, oh, that's a beautiful shot. The camera's just sitting still, nothing happening. You know, it's like, oh, that, it just looks good. Or like a, a Roger Deacon's movie where it's like, these are beautiful. Blade you Lane know? Runner, bro. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's—I oh, I think it's the, the spectacle of it all, not necessarily the shots themselves, but just the things that are. Yeah. It, it, this, I don't know if that's making any sense. I'm—I I'm, might no, be contradicting I mean, myself. It's just but.
0: the things that are taking place within the frame. I mean,
2: I, I, <laughs> pretty much just, what cinematography is. It's like—it's—I <laughs> it, it, feel like a it's all. A it con- yeah. It's that—that's what I'm saying. I'm like—I don't know if I'm making any sense at all, but
0: no, it makes sense. Okay. Um, I guess. I mean, uh, Hoyt Van Hordima is obviously Nolan's new, new go-to. go-to guy, but that's a side piece. I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. I always, I look up this guy. Like, I mean, every other month, I'm still down that Wally Fister's not working with him. He's not working. Mm. Period. Like,
3: yeah.
0: And I would love for him to come back. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because Transcendence didn't do what he wanted. Right. That opera scene, though, when you think about how it was shot, mm. that was very Waller Fister-y. Mm. You think so? Yeah. Does that feel like just when I think of um, what's the, what's the good like, Dark Knight Rises? Uh, the gun scene in the um, uh, oh, the, uh, even the, like the football scene or like the uh, I I think right? I get what you're Wall meaning. St- like, Wall Wall Street,
2: it's very it's shot kind of that way. The camera movement like, of it all. The camera movement with the running character. Yeah. Um, like even whenever Blake, like Detective Blake's going to get Gordon, and he's like busting through the doors and turning around, it kind of, kind of yes. that kind of feel. Yeah, I, I, I think know yeah. what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Wally. I don't, people, I see people still. I see people like talk crap about Wally Fister cinematography, and Nolan movies, and I'm just like, um. dude, sip on your Twitter account and shut <laughs> up and tweet to your ten followers like, <laughs> sip on your Twitter account. <laughs> God, like, he does. I wish. I mean, and I love Hoyt Van Hoytman and I listen. To these, Roger, he was on Roger Deakins' podcast, which people know oh, uh,
2: yeah, listen to that podcast. Great. Um,
0: Paul Dano's on the last
2: uh, episode. Uh, oh my
0: god! I just wish uh, I wish Wally was working again with Chris or doing something because I do appreciate his visual way of storytelling and just uh, mm-hmm. just what he brings to movies. I I don't know if you miss if, <laughs> I don't know if you miss him, but I think about the guy quite a bit more than <laughs> most people do. I think I think about a cinematographer who hasn't worked with Nolan more than I should. He probably. A random dude I've never been in my life. I think about his
3: work. I think about <laughs> no, him. man. He he was working
2: <laughs> I get that. That's uh, I think about the fact that, you know, I I, I love Greg Frazier's cinematography, but, you know, yeah. I'm out here like, man, why couldn't we get Roger Deacons for Dune? Like, come oh. on, man. Prisoner, Sicario, Blade Runner, him and Denis, they're tight. You know they working together. Why couldn't he be on Dune, man? You know, but... Oh, damn. <laughs> but Greg Frazier, you know, Great cinematographer, doing the new Batman movie. He did. I don't yeah. like. I don't like Rogue One. That movie's beautiful though. You know. Uh, yeah, that's true. And he's worked with Matt. And Reeves from what we see in the Batman trailer, I mean, D- yeah, <laughs> sweet Jesus. I'm sorry.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> 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 but, yeah, man. It, uh, it's. We all have girlfriends. Yeah, right.
0: right. Well, well, maybe not you, but. <laughs> Oh you have cu- you have warzone you have us um uh, I don't know I, I this movie was fun, and I love the plot and I love the concepts and I love Neil and yeah. I love the score and mm. I think Nolan brought it again despite some minor f- issues we have um right. It's Definitely. Like,
2: even it's we we say minor issues, but they're really big. But you're so forgiving of it. I think just because yeah. of the team behind it, you know what I'm saying. And like the the like said it anymore times not the spectacle of it all. It's just like, like you're if, so if, forgiving if, of all those mistakes. So
0: so issues in the in the in the second or even if it was the first. Instance, okay, sound overall sure issue. When the third X starts, it's part. The third X probably my favorite part. When the third X starts. You can I forgive so many things that I didn't like in the first half of the movie. Yeah. Whereas if all the good parts or it was going uh, shit was going down in the first half of the movie and the second half was kind of pushy, you know, where a lot of the issues were, like it's better to have the good act. I don't even say that. I want to say like no one's not for me, it's better that I like the third act more than the first half, so we're ending on a good note, you know what I'm saying, right. rather than I to, does that make sense? No, no,
2: I get what you're saying. Like,
0: I don't know. It's a good movie. I like it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I like it too. Where, where would you guys put it, if you can, where would you guys put it Whoa. amongst other Nolan movies?
0: See, like I said earlier, I don't even I, I feel like my taste changes. What I, Like, I've been thinking about Inception lately, and I, I didn't even watch any Nolan movies before going to see this. Did you watch yeah. any? No, I didn't. I didn't either. I haven't watched...
2: It's been a, a while I, say, I think it's the last one I watched was The Dark Knight Rises because Lexi and I watched the the trilogy together, but that that's been a few months ago.
1: Yeah, we
0: watched that in April. We watched mm-hmm. the whole trilogy, actually,
2: in April. Um,
0: I don't know. I feel like right now, Inception, Prestige, Interstellar is like top three. Mm. Yep. Um, I've actually, I've actually, in The Dark Knight, I actually think Batman Begins I like more than The Dark Knight. I'm that guy, but what the Dark Knight?
1: <laughs> Dude, I love Batman Begins <laughs> so much. I feel, I think
0: I'm I'm stepping more and more away from like the Dark Knight is his best film. Interesting. You know, I I like think it, his it's best film like,
2: is Interstellar. That's just me though. I know that's unpopular.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like I mean the Dark Knight is superb, and we can it changed everything. Right. Like it changed that. It, it it changed so much. And it
2: solidified his stance in I, Hollywood.
3: I'm,
0: yeah, I, But I'm 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 less of a. The Dark Knight is his masterpiece. Like I'm more of, dude. Inception, Interstellar, mm-hmm. are like. That is some hot. That is some heavy duty, cinema, baby. Yes, sir. For tenant, we might be looking at like the. Six
2: seven eight spot
3: Really? it's like 11 12 s-
2: film five six seven spot
3: because
2: because yeah. it see I don't know I think I would put it maybe at number five I see I I Dark Knight my favorite of the Dark Knight trilogy I I think I don't I don't know if I would put tenant above or below that probably below but because I, I would say number one, Interstellar. Number two, Inception. Number three, The Prestige. Most underrated Nolan movie. Most oh, underrated. Absolutely. But Second to Insomnia. Ooh, Insomnia. Insomnia is good, too, though. <laughs> but, look, see, see... But, see, I don't know. I, I think I might like Tenet a little bit more than the Insomnia. But... I can see that. I mean, yeah. It, see, so I I would probably say like number four or five. I, I'd say it's, it doesn't quite crack, you know, top three, but it's it's a hard thing. You know, I asked the question knowing it's not an easy question to answer because his movies, yeah. you know, whenever you say number four or five, you're like, oh, that that's. I wonder why it's not better. than those, it's just because, well, because his all his movies are great at this point. He the man yeah. hasn't made a bad movie since like 2000. I don't know ever. I, has the has the man insomnia made a bad is,
0: movie. Insomnia Insomnia is 2002
2: I believe. Yeah. it Have you have you, seen the,
0: have you seen Have you seen Following?
2: No, I have not. But I think that his that first was the first one. The yeah, black and white one?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's probably his You can definitely tell like his Oh, my wife is giving me oh you don't even uh <laughs> The following is definitely like you can tell like the student filmmaker in him like getting out a bunch of the things like he's working through, mm-hmm. insomnia too. He worked out a bunch of those f- student filmmaking things, and um, but I don't know. I I agree that uh, uh, the it's, fight. It's it's just hard because, and you think of Inception, Interstellar, Prestige, Dark mm-hmm. Knight. You go mm-hmm. easily top four. What's next? And you go. I don't know. Like, (laughs) do I do I have to pick? Is this so hard? (laughs) But like I said, I'm really interested in seeing a second viewing of this. See how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even how I feel after a week of seeing this. Like, am I still gonna be thinking about it? I still want to. I still gotta listen to the soundtrack like religiously. I still gotta do Mm -hmm. that like I usually do with Nolan movies. I don't
1: know. That's just. Xavier, what about you? Me, I'm not good at picking favorites or even like putting the ladder. You know, I can't do it. I just, just with me, with the directors that I've seen and just how many movies I've seen, I just can't do it. Even for Christopher Nolan. I mean, he's he's awesome, awesome director. His movies are great. I mean, I can't do the one. I can't do it. I can't. I just can't. Pick your favorite. Pick it now. <laughs> Gun to his head. Uh. Inverted gun. Hey, you can't <laughs> you can't recover I from say, an inverted bullet, dude. I, I guess scared. Don't say, make me do it. I say so. They're like, dog. Dog. like, wait, wait a minute, wait, that's not his movie.
0: Oh uh, my gosh. I mean, if the if the little issues we had with it weren't as prevalent to us in our viewing experience, maybe we'll be talking top four, top three, baby, because this is some yeah. good stuff. Yeah, like no, it's, real, it's good. Th- the biggest two biggest things is the sound and the John character, just the Attachment to it, and you want. Mm-hmm. If those were weren't as big of issues as I
2: have, dude, this would be like. And see, like the the yeah, John character isn't even my biggest problem. Of like he, I have more of a problem with the villain character than him. I just Kenneth I, Kenneth Branagh just, yeah, it didn't hit for me, man. But yeah, like like you said, that's. It, it's all just almost. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but just very. But, but, but like the, when you said when, all of it. when you get
0: in that third act, you're like. I don't care. Yeah, this it's like, is awesome. Yeah, I was
2: excited. Did you just see that building recover, blow up, and then recover and blow up again? Because that was <laughs> that was fucking dope. <laughs> oh, um,
0: I like this movie. Clearly, you did. Uh, any any, any final thoughts? Anything you want to say? We all gave it eight out of ten. I'm, we're gonna see it again. Clearly. But. Yeah. Uh,
2: I don't think so. Tune in to the last half of the episode, which we're just gonna reverse. It's all just gonna be yeah. backwards. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs>
0: Colin, thank you for doing this. Appreciate you doing this. i um, no Glad problem, you we're here man. talking about this because I don't know how I would have talked about this Xavier. Xavier. probably would have shot me by now. <laughs> um, Xavier, thank you as always. I love oh, both of you guys. Sorry.
1: Oh. Right. <laughs>
0: um, I hope those that are listening or listen through all this, you're you're you're, you're incredible. As, you're incredible as this movie's wow. plot concept. Um, I hope you enjoy the movie as much as us. Um, Colin, where can people find you at?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Colin underscore sap. Also at one twenty eight productions. We got a new short film coming. It's coming very soon. Yes, sooner I got than to the be a Snyder part of. Cut.
0: <laughs> I got to be a part of and I didn't mention that. Uh me and Colin have known each other for years on the web and I actually went I actually booked a ticket before the pandemic. Went to Tennessee in May helped him in the crew with the short film I did BTS had a fantastic time pulled ticks out of my butt and all of my clothes <laughs> yes slept on his slept on his couch and had a great time and that was so much fun yeah I, I can't wait to do it again sir i cannot wait to do it again oh! in, river. in inversion inverted inverted
3: uh,
0: but yeah that was great um so thank you for listening i hope you like the movie and I can't wait for the next Nolan film. Uh, That's all I got to say. Zack Snyder, HBO 2021. Let's go. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.